Welcome to the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims and con artists. We don't like these people in the shows. We believe the best way to expose them is to hold them up to a harsh light, point our index fingers in their general direction and mock them mercilessly, take them down a peg or two until they cease to exist in any other form than the shit on our shoes. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes. And I'm Joel Hill, and this week we are still stuck in Canberra. No petrol money. We are just like the huddled masses seeking refuge and shelter around the nation's capital in random little hidey holes. Political refugees to this ridiculous cooker event. We are the victims. Come on, guys. Fucking leave. We want to move on. We've got some great guests lined up. We just want to move on. Yes, Joe, we haven't got time for this, but they aren't leaving and they keep coming up with very, very funny shit. We can't help that. We are simply here to report the comings, goings and delusional ramblings of these cookers until they leave Canberra or stop being funny. It might be a while yet as they are very, very funny. They really are. It's been really good. They've been coming up with some absolute clangers this week and we'll go through that later in the episode in the middle bit. There's definitely not like a deeper dive. We're not calling it that anymore. It's not, it's not called that. with a good name. It's, called it's not called that. It's else. not called that. Something that- else. And if you have any ideas on what we should name that middle bit, drop us a line. In the meantime, I want to ambiguously thank our new patrons. A few of our patrons don't want to be publicly named, and I understand that. So we are playing yes. a little bit safe from here onwards in terms of rolling out the names. But we do want to express our huge gratitude to those willing to pay for our bullshit. Thanks, guys. It really does help. It does, but that's enough of that. You're going to make free listeners jealous and I mean maybe that's actually a good thing I mean you know yes that's what we want that's, that is actually what we want yeah that, there we go but we can't fuck around with the intro any longer this is a bloody huge week we have so huge, much to cover huge. so let's charge up the LRADs and crack yeah. on with the conditional release program's weekly news and we kick off that what Canada does, the US of A will copy within weeks and do it better. And that means some big rigs are headed to Washington, D.C., all the way from sunny California. The organiser, Maureen Steele, told Newsweek that a 1,000 trucks or more are due to assemble at a secret location in Barstow, just out of L.A. on on February 23. Secret location? Barstow is basically a truck stop. You know, you're going to see it. (laughs) The big rigs will then head due east, Breaker, breaker, we got us a convoy. (laughs) What are they protesting? Fuck all, really. The US does not have vaccine passports, and most states don't have mask mandates for interstate truckers, but they're angry, damn it, damn angry. And Uh, heavily armed as well. Likely. Yeah. (laughs) When the convoy gets there, they will be met by Washington, D.C.'s Metropolitan Police Department, who said it plans to deploy its civil disturbance units from February 23 to March 1 in preparation for the convoy. That means some horrific quasi military kit, armoured personnel carriers, and armoured police. Um, to the back teeth. And will yep. the DC cops deploy the dreaded LRAD and radiate harmless truckers funded by far-right chaos merchants? Should truckers pack sunblock? Yes, they absolutely And should. the important thing to understand here is national pride is at stake. A little bit like Australia and the hated New Zealand, American truckers can't be seen to be flogged by Canada. So we'll keep an eye out and get back to you on the 
convoy absolutely it's going to be a fucking awful spectacle if anything america does is like anything america does is gonna be awful but the one thing that really shits me here right is that worldwide australia has fallen we're the totalitarian state we're the tyrants excuse me okay we put a few lrads on some stands around our nation's capital and apparently we're like you know crushing our populace just you wait to see how the americans do it the canadians tiptoed around it until (laughs) justin trudeau did his little i'm gonna make the laws worse just you wait till the americans have to do crowd control you want to see tyranny buckle up buckle the fuck up and in other american news jack we need to go back to the good old days of the 17th century which in tennessee turns out to be right now ah yes in his latest sermon trump loving far-right pastor greg Locke of the global vision bible church in mount juliet tennessee claimed that six witches have infiltrated his church and he threatened to expose them Mm. We've got first and last names of six witches that are here in our church, said Locke. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. Three of you in the room right now. You better look me in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witches, you devil-worshipping Satanist witches. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. Oh, wow. Dox them. You so much as cough wrong. COVID, that's going to happen. And I'll expose (laughs) you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. Doesn't really understand plurals, Locke. But anyway, he's going on. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spell. Listen, some of you being sick because you befriended that witch. No, it's COVID. That's definitely COVID. Two of you in my wife's lady's Bible study. Again, Not good with the plurals. And you know who you are, and we're going to ask you to get out or I'll expose you in front of everybody, screamed Locke. We got all six of their names, all six of them, so you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself, or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms, and I'll give you one, and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. That's so good. But we ain't playing your spell-casting, witchcraft nonsense, sage-burning games. Amazing. Now, look, that doesn't sound dangerously unhinged. No. For fuck's sake, didn't even watch Bewitched. You know, witches are great. And hot. Apparently, they're very attractive, according to the television show. Oh, Elizabeth Montgomery, my God. Mm. Just a side note, just a side note. Yeah, Locke has attracted national attention after he banned congregants in his church from wearing face masks <laughs> and held a book burning of Harry Potter and Twilight novels. Book burners are always lovely people, and if you're going to burn a few witches at the stake, what better than a few volumes of Harry Potter books? They're like fucking briquettes, you know? Once you get them going, <laughs> they just glow for hours. They're cheaper too. I mean, like, you could probably get them for 20 cents at an up shop. So, I mean, this is this makes... A lot of sense as far as fire instructions goes. And speaking of Trump loving, Eric Trump, who is a good-looking boy, is good looking sad, boy. Jack. He's a very good-looking boy. Yes, he's back in the news, job. I God, it's been a while. The good-looking boy who loves his dad. Love, Love your dad! dad! Appeared on Fox News early this week, on the week ending 19 February, near tears. Aww. And obviously under great duress. Aww. Why would Eric be under the pump? 
He well, doesn't do anything. It's sad. His dad, wear it gloves. Uh, what a dad! Had a shocker last week with one legal setback after another. As a judge ruled, he must sit for a deposition in New York to answer questions about his business practices. What? His accounting firm declared his financial statements are unreliable. Unsurprising. Another judge rejected his efforts to dismiss current conspiracy lawsuits and the yeah. an- against him. And the National Archives confirmed that the Trumpster took classified information to Florida as he left the White House. That's Ooh. a bad. Week. That just, yeah. Meanwhile, the right wing media, excitable at the best of times, got very excited when Department of Justice Special Counsel John Durham filed charges against a Clinton attorney for lying to the FBI. And Durham is investigating what measures, if any, were undertaken during the Obama administration to monitor Trump's candidacy. Mm-hmm. The filing was made late last Friday week and left the right-wing media to go nuts about it. I love it. Durham has since come forward to clarify a claim in what was described as a poorly worded filing that Clinton was guilty of spying on the Donald. Anywho, long story short, Eric, the good-looking boy, got mad and sad at the same time. Aww. Isn't that a, you know, isn't that fraud? Isn't that all sorts of offences? Eric asked Sean Hannity on Fox. That's a real quote. That's amazing. Where are the prosecutors right now? Eric Trump asked on the verge of tears. You know, the same prosecutors, they'll go after my father every single day for nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, nothing. And all that tax evasion. Oh, and the role he played in inspiring a violent but ultimately failed insurrection at the Capitol building in D.C. on January 6, 2021. Other than that, you know, almost nothing. Other than that. Yeah. What have the Romans ever done for us? But even choking back tears, Eric is a good-looking boy, Joe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Although all that stress has played hell with his skin, I'd sit Eric in front of an LRAD on full blast for a good 15 minutes for a good skin defoliation and see how he comes up in the morning. It'll kill the mites and the parasites. I believe Vanilla Ice is his his favourite band, favourite music (laughs) of choice. He loves a bit of Vanilla Ice. And a report by Timothy Bella in Traveller, the Fairfax 9 travel section, tells us Delta airline passengers in the US heard a loud air whooshing as an anti-vaxxer attempted to open the plane door in flight, Joe. Oh, yeah. One of the very last things you want to hear in a plane is a loud air whooshing Ooh, sound. I mean, you don't want that. You don't want that. that. No, it's not reassuring in any way, shape, or form. So, as reported, a Delta Airlines passenger is facing federal charges in the US after he allegedly tried to open an emergency door in flight in the hope that other <laughs> passengers would record him sharing his views on coronavirus <laughs> vaccines. What's, what what's wrong with clink, clinking the clinking the side of a glass with 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 a, with a steak knife? Yeah, ding you know? ding ding. I mean, ding, ding. <laughs> hello, still I just wanted to make an announcement. Not fucking depressurize a fucking cabin with a hundred other passengers in it that'll see them go straight out the door. Just fucking insane. I do love the um the very neutral tone the reporter's got here, which is basically saying his views on coronavirus vaccines. Like, that's very neutral. It's very nice. I wonder what those views are. Yeah, just, yeah. just going to go out yeah. on him. Oh, be, be balanced for sure. Be balanced. Someone's for sure. been let, listening to Joe. Let Rogan. me just depressurize the cabin of this, of this <laughs> aircraft so I can speak to you uh, about my 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 views on coronavirus vaccines. Sounds like a news bulletin intro. <laughs> so Michael Brandon Demar, thirty-two mm. years young. That's sad. Was on a Friday flight from Salt Lake City to Portland, Oregon. Two interesting Uh-oh. places to go to and from, where he mm. removed a plastic covering over the handle on the aircraft's emergency exit and forcefully pulled on the handle. Uh-oh. That's what Justice Department officials are saying in a news release. And after a flight attendant intervened and demanded he let go of the handle, fair request, mm. DeMarco complied and was physically restrained by the flight crew. That is what officials are saying. So mm-hmm. 
When asked why he attempted to open the emergency door in flight, the Portland resident told police he hoped passengers on board would start filming him. So he had, yeah. quote, the opportunity to share his thoughts on COVID-19 vaccines. One hell of a life. It's just so 2022. This makes me fucking sick. And in a passenger video, which is obtained by the Register Garden, something I couldn't find, Damara's seen yelling, we're all being lied to, and then muttering about coronavirus vaccines as he is taken off the plane by authorities. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Once it landed, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, it could have been a bit tricky. Yes, they just kicked him out the side. Well, that's what less anti-vaxxer to worry about. <laughs> so once in Portland, DeMar told officers he created the disturbance so other passengers would video record him sharing his personal views, which is what yeah. the Justice Department was saying. And look, I couldn't find the video. So like his plan definitely failed. But this is such a terrifying insight into how things are now. Mm. People are desperate for attention. Well, it's an act of terrorism. There's absolutely no doubt about that. It's an act of terrorism. I'm not quite sure who hasn't been charged with it. I mean, it's well, it's politicised. It, it, it has a political motive and it is designed to threaten uh, mass yeah, death and yeah. terrify people. I mean, You're it ticks wrong. all the bosses, boxes on, on, on uh, the definition of terrorism. But he is also facing up to 20 years in prison if he's convicted with the charge of threatening to interfere and interfering with a flight crew and attendance. So, yeah. I mean, he's up for a long time anyway. I think he's at the pointy end of that offence, quite frankly, yeah. Yeah, fucking hell. I would not be betting on him coming out in a long, long time. But it is sad because, I mean, this it guy is. is in brainwashed by assholes. he's been fucked with by grifters, and now he's ruined his life yeah. to basically spread the word of people who don't give a fuck about him. It's just sad. They'll run a mile from him now. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, they'll call him Antifa for Christ's yeah. sake. Hard way to leave the cult, Joe. Hard way. Hard way. I'll do anything for you. Run. Just tell me what you want me to do. And today's conditional release program is proudly brought to you by the long range acoustic device. Elrad! Listeners, if there's one way to make you feel alive, it's listening to that rock and roll music all the kids are talking about at 160 decibels. I'd like that. When the roar of a jet engine or standing alongside an 80mm anti-tank cannon fired off at close quarters just isn't enough, the one and only answer is Elrad. Oh, God. If you so want to get a feel for the thrill of having your very own LRAD, turn this podcast up to high volume and stick your head against the speakers. Feel that rush of excitement, listeners? Yes, LRAD. What better way to listen to the conditional release program than hear me screaming, Freedom! At levels that well and truly cross the threshold of human tolerance. LRAD. Ask for it by name. <laughs> Warning, if bleeding from the ears and ulcers on the mouth persists, consult your homeopath who'll prescribe wolfsbane, a whole tray of flower remedies, and a layer of aquamarine quartz laid over your genitals. For $1,000. <laughs> I think one of the first things it says within the Constitution is all laws within all... within... And with the sweet sounds of autodidact polymath and philanthropist, Phanos Paniides, resounding in our perforated eardrums, it means it's time for which black-pilled fuckwit said that? The quiz show that's become so popular, we're currently negotiating with Andrew O'Keefe's management <laughs> to get the big fella in a host a segment. Fingers crossed on that one, listeners. Are we that desperate? That's yeah. <laughs> not good. BYO pipe. And anyway, oh. and if you get all three questions correct today, Joel, you'll become the proud owner of your very own... 
LRAD. Yes. Which means you'll be able to listen to Nine Inch Nails, Megadeth, and Slipknot at volume slightly lower than you listen to them now. Megadeth? Where did you get that? I, I could come around. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just, I just like, I just like the sound of it. Yeah, bit of bit of thrash metal as well. Yeah. Look, but you, you just do have to remember to wear sunscreen to shield yourself from Elrad's death rays. You know, you just have to remember to do that. Sage of Are you ready? Yes. Who said this? It was them and Russia. It was them and Russia. They worked with Russia. Okay. Was that quietly shitting his underpants for the third time today while sitting in a fallout shelter 40 metres below the surface of Kiev, Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitryo Kaliba. Yeah, not good. Was it he never met a pair of Vladimir Putin's shoes he didn't want to lick clean, former rep for California's 48th District, Dana Rohrabacher? Mm. Or was it, will someone get the president a decent pair of adult diapers in his size, please? He's pissed himself again, the 45th That's the Adderall. POTUS, Donald J. Trump. Yep. Or was it former inmate 35207-016 at Federal Correctional Facility Loretto in Loretto, Pennsylvania, but stretching his legs again after receiving a presidential pardon in December 2020? Paul Manafort. Well deserved, well deserved. Now, look, I'm going to go out on a Bit of a guess, but the repetition makes me think that it's a uh, big old uh, Don J. Trump. Yes, well done, Joel. Excellent yes. powers of deduction there. It was it's in the repetition. Fact, Donald J. Trump. Yes, that's right. He's got a vocabulary of about 50 words. You but know, Tony Abbott does that as well. Repeats, like lots of pollies do it, but like Tony Abbott and Donald Trump just make a fucking art form of repeating themselves in those weird populist yeah. moments. It works. It works. You know, It, it is actually a, 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 an orator's sort of skill in many ways. I'm not yeah. sure that he uses them skillfully. He's probably got a vocabulary a little bit under a golden Labrador. And so he, he repeats the same words over and over. Um, yes, it was in regard to the story that we mentioned earlier in the program with uh, one of Clinton's ex-lawyers uh, being charged mm. with um, uh, lying to the FBI, and uh, this was taken. Pete Evans is all about this too. Yeah, this was taken as great proof, and it isn't uh, of uh, Hillary Clinton spying on Donald Trump, including during the period of time when he was president, which is like what you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's, that's going on there. Unlikely but, at best. Yeah, a, a bit unlikely. So well done. Mm-hmm. Ah, that Elrad, it's it's uh, it's been packed up into a box and it's on a truck on its way to you now. Because I actually want this too. There's a lot of tones in Nine Inch Nails' sort of more darker music, which I think that Elrad would really bring out in a way that yeah, most consumer yeah, speakers I think don't. when you get that intense ear-bleeding volume, they really pick, yeah. a little, really pick yeah. up a lot of things you hadn't heard before. I'm going to play Ruiner through that real well. All right. Here's another quote. It's a long one. So let me take, let me take a deep breath. The ACT police allege that whilst, whilst, mm. what, 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 what are we in the 16th century here? Whilst. <laughs> in a Shakespearean language, whilst. Have <laughs> <laughs> thou understand that whilst. Anyway, the ACT police allege that whilst the LRAD device was used, it was only used to convey spoken word messages and used in the alert function mode. However, a large number of protesters are reporting back the worst sunburn they have ever experienced, including severe burns on the lips, as well as other physical and mental health symptoms. I like that mental health is just smacked in the end there, like they didn't come with a <laughs> litany of these problems already. That's why they turned up to Canberra. You preyed on their vulnerabilities, you fucking 
fucking clowns. Okay, but who said it, Joe? Was it wasting the Parliament's time with frivolous questions that border on the paranoid? Member for Hughes, Craig Kelly. Was it wasting his time and ours, member of the New South Wales Legislative Council, Mark Biff Latham? Was it wasting the Federal Parliament's time with frivolous questions that border on the paranoid, Senator Teeny Weeny Malcolm Roberts? Yeah. Or was it wasting the Parliament's time with frivolous questions that border on the paranoid, Senator Uh. is he jabbed or not? Well, that's none of your fucking business, Alex Antic. Well, Alex Antic, actually, um, he is becoming a real star on the right-wing media circuit. He's been going on like the Stu Peters and it was on Brett Weinstein's Dark Horse podcast, which is one of the guys who really pushes the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine. He's getting cooked real quick uh, and he's a real piece of shit. I don't like him at all, but I don't think it was him, but it could have been. I'm going with Malcolm Roberts, but there's a, a strong feel. Oh, my God, it's a crippling blow. What? Desire to own. Was it Craig? An LRAD. No, it was, in fact, Biff. And, what? Um, yeah, Biff popped pop that no out in the Facebook. But no one cares what he has to say. Oh, okay. However, I would say uh, Craig Kelly raised it in the parliament in a frivolous yep. question where, yep. where the rest of the parliament sniggered at him, where the rest, rest yes. of the reps sniggered at him. Tony Wenny Malcolm Roberts did put that question to AFP Commissioner Rhys That's Kershaw what I was going for. In the Senate, in the Senate estimates hearing, and, and, and Alex Antic did the same. Um, really? After, after Tony Wenny, basically, where the chair of the, uh, the Senate committee in a rather tiresome tone, a liberal herself, said, look, we've already had had this question that's been put on notice. Reese Kershaw yeah. took both questions on notice in regard How to painful. Uh, whether there was an LRAD there and whether it had been, what 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 it was doing. Yeah, um, was it set to like high power cook or was it set to defrost? Because if it's set to defrost, yeah, nothing would have happened. Just, just a high put, power cook. Just put it on four, you know, and yeah. uh, and then you want to whack that pie in the oven for about three or four minutes afterwards. Just to You've got to crisp it up. You've got to crisp Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. And you use the time to preheat. The- anyway, we won't go into Well, a lot of people did get crisped up. And uh, so, so maybe, maybe someone in the parliament left the oven door open um, <laughs> and left it on 350 degrees. So, yeah. bad luck. It looks like the LRAD's not coming your way. But we'll look for a sort of consolation prize here uh, on question or quote three. If I get here two, I'm taking the LRAD and I'll fucking I'll LRAD you to get it from you. <laughs> I've got the LRAD in front of the garage, mate. You come, you do your best. You just come to my driveway and see how you, you get You underestimate on. how many speakers and amps I own. I'm Bring just, just going to say that right now. Bring yeah. your sunblock where at. I don't need it. I'm an indigo child. <laughs> All right, quote three. It's very short. When I learned about it, I ended up vomiting. Uh, Option A, the conditional release program. (laughs) Was it better get him a bucket, better make it a big one, Clive Palmer? He's got a lot in there. Was it star of Monty Python's Meaning of Life, Mr. Creosote? Mm. Better get him a bucket too. Mm. Um or was it he suffered he says he suffers from cyclic vomiting syndrome, but it's probably just because he looked in the mirror again and spewed. Chet Hanks. That kid is a fucking idiot. CVS, man, that's <laughs> that's that's horrible. It's basically a sudden, spontaneous vomiting. Uncontrolled. Oh my god, vomiting. how do you date? 
How do you go on dates? I guess you're Tom <laughs> Hanks' kid, so you can kind of get away with it. But fuck, man, that would that would stifle your your dance card. He was blaming Tom during the week, reckon, you know, had no significant um, male role model figure in his household. What a I'll get fucked. You've got America's dad in your house. That's you take right. that back. You take that back. <laughs> or was it? Final option. His wife made him go to Hawaii, and we're not playing the ukulele. He's wearing out the carpet at Kirribilli praying. He should probably have to pay for that. Or lose his bond. Agreed. Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Uh, look, I have no fucking idea. This really upsets me. Um, and you're going to laugh at me for getting it wrong. Clive Palmer. No, no, well done, Joe. Excellent hey. work. Excellent work. And this, of course, relates to evidence he gave this week in the West Australian Supreme Court, where he is currently suing the Premier, Mark McGowan, for defamation. And in that, when he was told uh, that the borders were closed uh, and also that there would be no uh, compensation offered to companies who needed to cross the border, when he learned about it, he ended up vomiting. He also went on to say that in relation to some of the claims that Mark McGowan said of him that he believed that, you know, a 007 type character, and he actually referred to some of the movies, would be out to kill him and then kill possibly his family and and his employees, he said. So he was terrified when uh, Mark McGowan had a swipe at him, and that's before the courts at the moment. Of course, Mark McGowan is is suing (laughs) Clive Palmer for defamation in response to. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's look, it's uh, it's great times for the lawyers, basically. But, yes, it was. When I learned about it, I ended up vomiting. And, my God, when Clive Palmer plays the whale, Oh, look out! Oh yeah, yeah, it's you not going to be easy. You could you could drown a couple of people in front of you, or just just you got a little bit too close to it. It really does make you wonder if Clive Palmer, and this whole UAP anti-vax thing, is because he's being opportunist politically, or if he actually believes this shit because that was cooked. So no, oh, he just you know he's just got an army of lawyers, and he just sues people at the drop of a hat. He's just that. fucking mad <laughs> as well. And though. if you heard this segment, Joel, he'd probably do the same. God, one day. Now, we ask listeners to send us an email if they've come across something really, really stupid said by Black Bill Fuckwits. Mm-hmm. We want your input, listeners. If Damn you've right. recently come across something posted that is so odd, so bizarre, that it can only be appreciated by the criminally stupid, drop us a line. We'll send you a stubby holder and some assorted TCRP tatter around my desk if you make our lives easier and send Jack a quote we can use on the show. And we remind listeners that the Conditioner Release Program stubby holder is the only stubby holder clinically proven to clinically keep drinks proven. cold. Clinically proven. And furthermore, the Conditioner Release Program is a medically recommended prophylactic against the LRAD. Simply remove your stubby from the conditional release program stubby holder, roll it up and jam it into your ear. But you've only got one. Ah, oh no! Here comes the death ray and you're not even wearing sunscreen. Uh Uh-oh, looks like you're fucked. And that's why you need two conditional release program stubby holders. That's right. None if you chop a reed. But most people aren't. Most. We ask listeners to drop us a line if they want to contribute to which black people fuck with said that. Mark the attention of Jack. At our email address, the conditional release program at gmail.com. Yes, please. And now we bring you a segment featuring people who have learned absolutely everything they read in a quick flick of a textbook on 17th century Portuguese maritime law. They're subsets and they're on a collision course with reality and a concept totally bizarre to them. Consequence in this week's subsets v. The Man. We fired you, we sacked you, we dismissed you as what? As garbage, because that's all you are. You're a criminal, you're a traitor, and you're going to the biggest barbecue in history. So from Christmas dinner to you are the dinner. Thank you, that's what I'll go with. As a matter of 
In this week's Sobs, it's Fear the Man, we go to South Australia's Barossa Valley, home of obsessed foodies, overpriced red wine, and sausages on a commune known as the People's Peace Alliance. Uh, yes, in one of the numerous ironies attached to the Sovsit movement, it turns out the People's Peace Alliance, led by Sovsit hippie Solange Goods, isn't very peaceful. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, people fuss over soft sits and where to place them on the ideological spectrum. Left, right, good night. It doesn't really matter. But Solange, no. who calls herself an energy coach and positive Ugh. change maker, and her common law husband would have been cast as filth encrusted hippies in kinder, gentler times. Mm. But they are soft sits now who are like totally bummed out by Australia's <laughs> illegal system of laws <laughs> after the pedophile police rudely charged them with fire. Arabs offences and assault and hinder police. That is a bummer. That is such a bummer. That's just bumming me out, man. I'd be bummed out, man. So bummed out. It's bullying from the illegal pedophile UN police jail and in direct contravention of the International Land Law Bora Courts. You heard of that, Joel? You're a, you're a budding lawyer? No. International no, Land Law Bora Courts? No. No. One of the things that is really annoying, though, is there isn't a Sovsit subject university because I would get a fucking high distinction. And also, last semester's exam paper was on anti-vaccine mandates. I couldn't believe it. I'm reading the fucking thing thinking, I would have killed this. I would have killed no, this. Oh, yeah, honours, honours. I still got a distinction, but, mate. They, they would have loved it, damn it. Well, look, International Land Law Bora Courts is on the internet. Well, a bit. Yeah. Bora may be a word taken from a gamilaray language spoken in the Hunter Valley, or an acronym for Bill of Rights Act, which is not a thing in Australia, but no. it is in New Zealand, which is not that helpful when you no. live in the Barossa Valley, as Solange and her common law husband, Toby Lockyer, do. Yeah, it's not bad. The trouble all started when the United Nations hate cop cabal, otherwise known mm. as the South Australian police, who should be investigating pedophiles instead of wasting time on trifling matters, attempted to perform a routine check on the property as Lockyer had amassed a largest arsenal of firearms. Nothing to worry about there. No. If you've no. got shooters, the unconstitutional and lawful pedophile government requires you to have a license. Thank you, oh, John Howard. Bastards. And that means the UN wallopers can wander onto your property and make sure the shooters are locked away and not being fiddled with by kitties in the sandbox. How very dare they? The worst. Anyway, Goods and Lockyer refused the Gaspacho police entry, <laughs> blocking the property with a bulldozer and getting very shouty, even for hippies. Yeah. After a two-hour siege, both were charged and banged up in the Elizabeth Police Station concentration camp. Yeah. Lockyer was eventually bailed, but Solange told the Wallopers and the magistrate to go and get fucked and ended up with an extended stay in the slammer. And this led to amusing scenes with Solange's followers communicating with her through the drains outside the forward court shouting down the drains. Hello, Solange, are you all right? Can I bring you anything? That's weird. (laughs) Can I I send you some soup? Can I send you some chicken soup down through the drains? Anyway, that was in September last year. Come November, when Solange's court date came up, she failed to appear, writing to the fraud court that she was a bit busy with Christmas coming up. Busy (laughs) time. She was arrested again. And this time, her lawyers decided it was best they part company with Solange, who claimed she was under the jurisdiction of the International Land Law Bora Courts and them only. Yeah, yeah. She was ultimately bailed. The fraud court suggested she return on January 31, weather permitting, but she pulled a hammy and didn't front again. Mm -hmm. And this time, she put her failure to appear down to a car chase with the police, where she put the foot down on the gas at a routine traffic stop and was arrested again. 
The state's chief magistrate, Judge Mary Louise Ribal, adjourned the case but issued an arrest warrant for Miss Goods, ordering her to activate if she failed to attend court again, this time in April, in forthcoming hearing in April. Will Solange front then? I've got to say, it's doubtful. On 1 no. February, she issued a statement saying in that hippie way that she was kind of bored with it all now. Oh, my God. They've taken up enough of our life, and we just want to be free to get on living our life in peace, lawfully, according to the real law of the land here, and the honestly informed will of the people, mm-hmm. not the cult-distorted and manipulated information that is pushed out through the mainstream media and used to defame us, she told the mainstream media. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> every time. Every she told time. them the cult distorted manipulators, the manipulators from the mainstream media. And if Solange yeah. doesn't front unlawful and unconstitutional fraud courts in April, the odds are she'll be going for a long trip down the river, which is a bit different to living in a van down by the river. <laughs> Although it could be the same thing if she keeps calling magistrates pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> and I left and I walked down to the end of this road where the police were and I had my little People's Peace Alliance sign and I said to Officer Kevin, do you stand with the pedos or with the people? And he ignored me like I didn't even speak. And I asked him again, do you stand with the pedos or with the people? And then he spoke into his little walkie-talkie and said, stand by, stand by. And then I asked him one more time, do you stand with the pedos or with the people? And then he said, stand by. And the two police women across the road rushed over and grabbed me. Um, and now we take you to the guts of the show, the raison d'etre of the conditional release program. We used to call it the deeper dive and then we got rid of it, but it's back. And now we don't know what to call it. So yeah. for now we're calling it the deeper dive that isn't called that. So we were hoping that the Canberra Convoy would be a two-part yeah. series, but sadly the Canberra Cooker Carnival is the grift that keeps on grifting. They yep. just won't stop. When the police kicked the cookers from the camp on the Monday, most people went home. Sensible people went home. Look, there are many people who attended the Canberra Rally on 12 Feb who retain a strong and healthy sense of self-awareness. I noticed some people commenting in social media afterwards describing how they had tested positive to RATs after they returned home, but others never will, preferring the nonsense that they've been poisoned by the state and of those, many haven't returned home and are living in makeshift camps around the capital. Down by the river, sorry. Down by the river, and living in a van down by the river. <laughs> and well, these cultish elements will ultimately exhaust. The effectiveness of indoctrination has a use-by date on the self-aware, that is. The yep. propaganda will be scrutinised, the money will run out, the self-aware will walk away, numbers will dwindle. But that still leaves thousands persuaded on the fantasy of a vaccine-driven apocalypse, global depopulation, Armageddon in an afternoon. Yeah, For those of us outside, it might sound impossibly silly, and it is, but yes. if a person has been inculcated with this cataclysmic nonsense to the point of a fixed, unwavering belief, what's the point of having a home or money in the bank? Yeah. Yeah, and from there, well, if the history of apocalyptic cults tells us anything, it is that sooner or later, 
this cult will become a death cult. Absolutely. And, like, look, you know, a few normies had taken a long weekend. A lot of them yep. left on the Sunday to get back to normality. But the rusted on, the hopeless and the broke stayed on in that sort of futile attempt to fill the void of purpose in their lives with this endless protest. And, of course, like you say, like, start the process of turning into a death cult. I mean, like, yeah, this is where it's going. Like that. Especially when they start squirreling off into weird pockets of land. So look, every good cult leads a commune and the disorganized (laughs) mess of sheep who just follow any command from idiots, usually from telegram or vague sources. And of course, the clueless self-appointed leaders who are issuing these commands, they just desperately scramble to find a place. It's always about the grift. Always about the grift. So basically... The donation buckets did the rounds on the weekend with the goal to buy a block of land for them to settle on. And there is so much wrong with this plan. So much. The reality of it is, is they were never going to buy a block of land. The money vanished, of course, and the cookers just had to find their own way and have a refugee camp somewhere. Yeah, they're starting to call themselves refugees, which is absolutely laughable and ridiculous and also quite offensive. But look, if you were going to have this kind of mass tenancy through everyone donating a few bucks to buy a block of land, yep. the, the legal requirements uh, would be so, so big that they would actually cost more than the block of land itself. And yep. then you've got things like providing electricity, providing yep. sewerage, yep. providing running water, and these things would cost tens of thousands of dollars each. So this yep. sort of nonsense that they could just wave 10 bucks in the, in the direction of a bucket and everyone could go and live happily in a commune for the rest of their lives. It's just bizarre. They're fucking delusional. They're fucking delusional. Straight out delusional. We had a situation where a lot of people had to go somewhere. Some of them had no money. Some of them had no means. It was a bit of a mess. And the government, short of stepping in and giving them some sort of accommodation, the vulnerable wound up following orders to go to some sort of farm up north called Kalula Farm. Basically, the vulnerable... Being like elderly, mothers with children, you know, younger people, just people who... People with disabilities. People yeah. with disability, you know, all that sort of thing. And this Kalula farm is owned by fellow cooker Ralph Hurst Myers, who occasionally runs a few bush stops on the property. You can see that online, but does not have the appropriate approvals to start a refugee camp for lost idiots. Mm. That's just not going to happen. So Ralph Hurst Myers is apparently known to the courts, and you don't want to be known to the courts. That's <laughs> when that happens, like you've you've done something wrong. But of course, the cookers just called him a QC, and he's <laughs> very far from being a QC. He's a self-represented, which means no legal background, serial litigant who is absolutely towing the line of becoming a vexatious litigant, and that is once again not a good place to be. But of course, this is so sovsit. And so cooker, so clearly yeah. this person relates to the people he's housing because he is at home with these. This is his tribe, as they say. He's expecting significant fines. He said that he's expecting he significant fines from from, from allowing people to stay on this property That's- without, it must be said, that you know the, the the proper resources to keep a, a group of people healthy and and not suffering from nineteenth century diseases. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. So that, that's why he's, that's why he's basically opened this up. I think police have sort of turned the cheek on this one, but they you know only for a little while, and then they'll come. Yeah. Then it's they'll a come very temporary thing, and 
Basically, the amount of people that are there is quite small in comparison to the people who were going to go there. The police were turning away campers at the gate, basically because everything about this, as you say, is illegal. But, like, the thing is, like, where were you going to shit, guys? Yeah. Like, where was the water coming from? Like you said, like, this costs a lot of money to organize and time, but you just rock up and you're like, oh, I guess I'll shit in the bushes. There's no more bush to shit in, guys. You've shit in all of it. Like, it's just insane. <laughs> But look, too much shit. what's the plan? Shit. There is no plan. And that's no the thing. Plan. So Kalula no has a few people taking refuge there. And like you said, the police are kind of letting it happen for now, but kind of not. But it's not all just flowers and COVID hugs on the farm. One Google review, and thanks to Cauldron of Bats on Twitter for this, because this is very funny, said, quote, so far from everything, no phone <laughs> service or anything. The oh. lesser of the property is money hungry and wants the property to be known. Disgusting. Like... You just can't please everyone. You're oh, apparently no. a refugee. Like, no, what? no free Wi-Fi. No free oh, Wi-Fi. Mate, how can I update my Facebook? I can't even stream from here. My followers are probably going to other sources. Pathetic. So the illegal nature of this Kalula farm situation has become a bit of an issue, but it was resolved quickly and and swiftly and surprisingly through the appropriate channels. They have gone legit and they've yep. taken this to the courts and they've had a to win. The courts, straight to the courts. Not only the courts though, the high court. Ah. The block of land was granted approval. Kiefel did it herself to house the people. And apparently the judge, I'm assuming Kiefel said this, uh, she described them as political refugees. The only issue with this is that the court case appears to have never happened. I mean, who would have thought of it? The high court was just sort of sitting around. Everyone was just sort of filing their nails, waiting for the cookers to turn up on a Monday morning and say, can you please tell us what we should do? <laughs> and they said, I love freedom. Let's do this. It, it just didn't happen. And, and it certainly didn't happen in the high court. And the no. police are still trying to figure out what to do with this little branch Davidian cult in the making. They claim to have government and police approval, but a spokesperson from both denied this because, once again, they just made it up. Yeah. I should just add that if there was going to be a hearing, it would come through the ACT Administrative Appeals Tribunal, yeah. not, a, yeah. not a court. No. You know, no. anyway. Jurisdiction, jurisdiction, all just technicalities. What are you, some some just, book reader? Get out yeah. of my restaurant. So <laughs> cookers swarmed government campsites. And just imagine camping in one of these places. This is where these grade nomads, you know, the ones who sold their properties that went up artificially weird amounts of money and now they're rich. And they're just going to hang out and just do whatever it is they do. I don't really know what they do. They like drink tea and wine and look at trees. It's just what they do. But suddenly the campsite is full of cookers. They're taking cholera shits next to you Winnebago <laughs> and you're there trying to live the dream. Apparently this guy, he's charging $14 a night. That isn't highway robbery. That's pretty standard. It's just that you have no money because you went to Canberra broke, you morons, thinking the Ironbark Thunderbolt was going to give you a bunch of money. That's totally standard. Yeah, 14 bucks is pretty cheap. Pretty cheap for, for a van Pretty fucking site. reasonable. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. And the thing is, so, so cops basically turn these people away from these government campsites that they were just occupying as they want to do. And one video shows this cooker filming, complaining they tried to pay for a site, but the website didn't work. No, idiot! The campsite was full. There's no space at the inn. <laughs> Sites taken. Like, what were you thinking? I've been in situations with mates where we tried to go camping, and I couldn't get the plot that I wanted. And it was upsetting, but I didn't make a video about it and call the fucking police. But still, they just don't understand this, because the law doesn't apply to them and they have freedom freedom it's just like endless pain so 
one place that got invaded by anti-vaxxers is a national park. And oh, the good. last thing rangers need is a bunch of cookers going around and fucking the ecosystem. One woman complained that her dog wasn't allowed there and made oh. this big, sad victim video about it where cookers were all saying how tyrannical the government is. Guess what? Dogs aren't allowed in national parks. And for good reasons. reasons Very good you reasons. you don't understand. My God, you fucking morons. Imagine these people in charge. Imagine how society would just absolutely turn to shit because the law would be basically, well, what does my selfish impulse say? I guess that's the law now. You fucking morons. how it would work. This is why libertarians can never be in charge. Never libertarians. The laziest, dumbest political ideology out there. It's just the laziest thing you can think of. Where it all just sounds wonderful. Well, you know, we just get rid of the government. You know, just get rid of the government. We'll just all just live freely and everything will be fine and we won't have to worry about anything until, of course, we do when we have things like pandemics and conflicts and economic disasters. Yes. Fucking idiots. Yeah, exactly. And also the fact that dogs will just be running around <laughs> national parks just, just necking wildlife. Just you idiots. wallabies. <laughs> Stop it. Stop yeah. being idiots. So at this point, cookers have taken up various places and just, and I'm not going to go into the detail because there is detail, but I don't care. They just occupied tons of places and they're just waiting for the next pointless protest. Yeah, somewhere to Yes Campground, which runs on an honor system. You basically just leave some cash there. It's $20 oh, no. a night. So... <laughs> so no on the honor system, cash. of course, they won't be paying anything. Yep, that's free. Honor, yeah, it's that's yep. honor gratis. <laughs> <laughs> honor amongst cookers, right? Yeah, yeah, that means for free. Yeah, that does mean free. Yeah, it does. Gratis. So most people have gone home to their credit, but those that remain, that's they right. are the truly militant ones, and these are the ones who have nothing left in their lives but follow these leaders and park their asses wherever they can, probably claiming some sort of victimhood status, like refugees, but they're in this humble anticipation that their next Centrelink payment or a few bucks through the Telegram group is going to bail them out so they can keep fighting for freedom. What freedom? What freedom? Nobody even knows anymore. Like, it's mandates. What mandates? I don't know. Maybe the freedom to um, get your family back. But let's face it. We all agree with this. Pedophiles are bad. So that's going to be pretty much what we run with for a while, I think. It should keep us going until the next thing pops up. But on the way out of Canberra, the cookers were strongly encouraged to get the fuck out of there. We saw the front page of the Canberra Times reading, you had your say, mm. now go home. It speaks so much. Fair point. ACT, it's 98% vaccination rate. They don't want a bunch of COVID-denying lunatics hanging around causing shit and coughing on retail staff. It's just not Helping. Yeah, and look, I already have noticed a spike in COVID infections in the ACT. Not just in COVID cases. Really? So far in the ACT, it, I'd expect it to be worse by the end of the week. And that's because cookers have turned up there. Yeah. I read some hideous article on the weekend saying that most of them were vaccinated. What? The vast majority of them are not and, and won't test. So basically, they, they wander around. No, they won't they wander test. around shopping centres unmasked. And, uh, and and while everyone else totes the line and so forth, you know, and they go rummaging around in supermarkets, picking up things, going, oh, I can't afford that. I'll put that down and until the next person <laughs> comes along and picks it up. So, yes, we can expect a, a spike in COVID cases in the ACT, which yeah. really should be okay with its high vaccination rate, but there will be more. They make a point of doing things that flagrantly go around COVID minimisation techniques. Um, and, I mean... That's the whole point. Of course, mm. it's going to spread the virus. So it's. I feel very sorry for the guys down there. Yeah, no one asked for this. They're just quietly going about their business. Exactly. Exactly. It's not fair. 
So in the aftermath of the protest, one of the cars leaving Canberra, which had a couple of red ensigns on it, so it was a bit of, bit of a clear gesture of who it was, they had a minor traffic incident and a set of lights. And the freedom-loving protester, just there for some freedom, jumped out of the car and started filming the other driver, obnoxiously telling her basically she's in big trouble, wants her license, and blah, blah, blah. This cooker with the camera phone had Ooh, no idea yeah. who she just fucked with. Got messy. What are you doing? You fucking bogan slut. Get the fuck out of camera. Go get a job and um, find something better to do with your fucking What have you done? Time. What have you done? Can you I reverse have your me. license? Honey, you just reversed into me. I have a fucking um, sorry. We're at a traffic light yeah, and you can whatever you want. Maybe you can call whatever you want, sweetheart. The media doesn't care about you. I'm not talking to the media. What's that? What are you looking for? Don't you worry. What are you looking for? Oh, Did you see that? A maniac. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of camera because there are a lot of us. Good. Now that sound was Chantelle Fox in her Captiva basically mounting the little Volkswagen in front of her from the side. The car is stuck and now they are stuck and they do not want to be stuck with her because from here, things really don't de-escalate. Get the fuck out of And in a latest social media post that could be described as inflammatory or antagonistic, Fox says that she parked on an anti-vaxxer. And then when she was asked what happened, she simply responded with freedom. It's just... Just, oh, just no. freedom. That's I what know. happened. A video later surfaced showing the 20-odd minutes before police arrived where Fox was essentially screaming at the cookers while a few witnesses who were like on her side and not on her side hung around to sort of detail the story. A male anti-vaxxer turns up helping no one with his camera phone out recording her trying to goad Fox into a fist fight. This was a grown man <laughs> who was trying to fight a girl because he disagreed with her and thought yeah, she was a little bit he, out of line. I mean, they were all a bit yeah. terrified of her. He thought he'd do the male thing and step in, and but even even then he was kind yeah. of on his guard. You know, look, what the hell have we got he, here? Yeah, he was holding distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he wasn't that keen to fight yeah. her. But as the story unfolded, it turns out that Fox is a local chef and also an OnlyFans Ooh. model, which is a subscription-based nudie site, and she used the opportunity to promote her OnlyFans profile on it. Instagram with a half-naked picture explaining that she'll be giving half the money raised on her nudie photos to Lifeline to make up for the money lost due to Epic Cookers ruining the book fair, which in the second video she made quite a point of. Uh, all the cookers are like, oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Obviously, I had to look into this. I mean, research, you know, it's by a lot of people and it's an interesting story. It's research. It's a conflict between a local and the cooker protesters and I had to get to, you know, the bottom of it, right? Well, I did get to the bottom of it. I saw several angles of the bottom of it. I had to give my credit card to access a profile. And bottom it, and top, I presume. Oh, yeah. oh, oh there's many things. Very disappointed to see the carrot video had been removed with no explanation from OnlyFans, but apparently she's going to upload it another time, which is very reassuring. And the thing that was great is that it's clearly stated that OnlyFans was going to come up as like a pre-authorization mm -hmm. on my credit card. So Liz has been quite enjoying with this, saying she doesn't believe me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I'm doing this for content. I I'm still subscribing I mean, a year on, later, man. Joel. 
look, I haven't cancelled yet. I haven't cancelled yet. So Fox has posted a naked selfie on her account with crash into me, babe, as the caption, which I think is quite funny. And you've got the, the comments in support and Ooh, then a comment that's not so much in support. One guy said, you can crash into me any day. And the other one is great. You parked on an anti-vaxxer and you have great tits winning no, at life, girl. God. I mean, all right. It's not exactly good wordplay, but it's simple. But then you've got the cookers who turn up and say, you can park that on top of me any day. You'd love my unvaxxed sperm mRNA free. Okay, Mm. charming. But then the nasty message is about her body and appearance, which you don't need to actually repeat because they're just shitty, just 4chan incel nonsense. But full respect to Chantal, who does not airbrush her photos. You know, like she doesn't airbrush the stretch marks and other things that are absolutely normal on women's bodies. And this is the thing that's really funny about the guys who are sort of jumping in and saying all this stuff 4chan incels get really upset by this because they've never actually seen a real woman <laughs> naked so like i get why they're upset. like why does she have stretch marks that's crazy i've never seen that in porn like yeah women have yeah. stretch marks you fucking loser so look the comment section is pretty gross it's only fans to be fair so i'm not exactly drawing from the top percentage of fucking people we're not at a mensa conference we're not talking about the creme de la creme of the country here job no they're not sending their best but a lot of them do seem to be coming from you know, automatically generated nicknames yes. who probably just signed up to give a shit in the comment section because they're fucking anti-vaxxers man and this got them so pissed off that being said i did sign up simply to get content <laughs> well i think the lesson here is uh, that if you if you basically adopt anti-vax methods and hurl them back in their faces, they literally shit themselves. They really don't know what to do. Yes, and, yes, they and do. And they did yeah. not know what to they do don't. when they came across this very angry young woman who decided to park her car on That's an it. anti-vaxxer's car. Yes, it was very funny. It was very funny. Their brains malfunction. And that the, I was saying on Twitter that there was like a humiliated fury element to it, which is the thing my sister explores not in her book, where you get humiliated and you respond with extreme anger. And I've seen 4chan threads that are now deleted. I should have printed the PDF. Yeah, whatever. there'll be that too. Yeah, there'll be that. There'll be, there'll, there was definitely that. But just that. aggressive people just saying, I want her dead. Yeah. I want to forget. They hate this demanding, so much. Demanding someone dox her so they can go and pay her a visit and all that sort of stuff. Or just terrify her generally. That sort of angry response. Rape yeah. threats. Yeah, because they're just pissed off they lost this point, which is pretty sad. But look, it is pretty safe to assume this Canberra convoy is actually a COVID oh, yeah. convoy. I mean, Omicron's contagious as fuck, and these people are just not protected from Delta. So it's no surprise that people who are living in dehydration and squalor, hugging each other defiantly and probably hooking up at night, felt a little bit sick afterwards. I mean, maybe you should have got that vaccine, that experimental gene therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how infectious diseases work. It is. Joe. It is. Especially when you're macking on a bloody hood of a car. As Jack said before, some of them have the self-awareness to get a rat test and just have a quiet week. But not all the people there are COVID deniers, but the COVID denial has turned up to an absolutely absurd level, with cookers reporting that the symptoms of sunburn, heat stroke, and COVID are actually the consequence of the government using secret weapons on them. Secret nasty weapons. Yeah. They are. Very nasty. So to unpack this one, the cops had established some crowd control devices in strategic positions. These are the LRADs, the long-range acoustic devices. And it's essentially just a really fucking loud loudspeaker. Like, really fucking loud. It's made in a way that really a beam loud. of sound can be directed toward a particular area, but you don't want to be anywhere near this thing within earshot, as they like to say, as it goes off. Because it's fucking loud, remarkably loud. And they don't play nice things. They play high-pitched horror. It makes people hit the floor, covering their ears, and just hoping it doesn't last long. And it can cause permanent ear damage. It can. It can cause short-term brain damage as well, uh, when really let rip. The 
the decibel rate, if we look at 130 decibels, that's standing next to a cannon uh, while you let rip. An artillery <laughs> shell, bang, goes off. That's 130 decibels, and that's over yeah. in a second, and that's really loud. That's considered the threshold of human tolerance like in terms of yeah. loud noise. This yeah. fires up to 160. So if you saw this thing go off, literally people would be writhing around on the ground holding their ears. It's not, yeah. you know, a, a dog whistle that only dogs can hear. It's a loud <laughs> fucking noise. Yeah, yeah. Very it's really loud. really not nice. And the thing is the police didn't use L roads this way. Like they no. did use them as a big speaker to make announcements with. Yes, they which did. Which is just convenient. I, I saw and heard know. it and, 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 and it's fine. absolutely right. That, that's all I used it as a PR address you know but it's no big deal it's no big deal the cossack was making a big deal about this and he was whinging and whinging whinging but i don't believe they've been used effectively in australia to control crowds although i might be wrong but i do know they have been used at the blm protest in the usa which really takes away the whole oh we're victimized but the left are coddled by police no the cops love kicking heads in the fucking blm climate movement believe me whenever they get a chance they take it. But these devices, they're sort of ambiguous and scary looking, which is perfect for cookers who have wild imaginations to create bizarre <laughs> fantasies about. It's this exactly is what they right. do. Yeah. They love it. So now they're these big radiation microwave devices, which were there to zap people with radiation burns, giving them symptoms that are eerily similar to COVID. Mm, they were apparently blisters. operating at a subsonic level, so that's why you can't hear them, which is so fucking convenient. <laughs> I mean, it's just fan fiction. These people are just making shit up. So El Salzone on Facebook kicked off so much of this with her post. Uh, this is what she said. This is horrific. The burns I have seen on people's faces are absolutely horrific. You already said that. Anyway, look like third-degree <laughs> burns on some people. How would you know that, you fucking idiot? So many yeah, people. she's a nurse. Yet others who were in the sun all day too had absolutely no burns at all. Oh, my God, how does this happen? People with sunscreen ha ha happen to not be burned. People who weren't in the reflection of a giant flagpole. People who don't listen to Pete, uh, to Pete Evans, uh, have actually exactly. splashed on the splashed on the. <laughs> You know, basically, she goes on to say, I personally felt symptoms of the LRAD machines. Of course which you did. They also had present at both campsites when they were evicting people. When the police use harmful weapons on peaceful protesters, including innocent children, they must be held accountable. Ugh. Edit. Take a moment to read of all the horrific side effects in the comments below. I see a class action lawsuit here. Wouldn't that Griff. be funny? Please, if you believe you may have been affected... Affected. God, Jesus, these people. Why can't they spell? <laughs> uh, start documenting your symptoms daily. Collect evidence and also see a health practitioner and get things on record. Oh, don't yeah. you think there's a donate now button coming there, Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. And look, they also claim this is a byproduct of 5G towers in the area and also chemtrails. We had a Twitter user, yeah, legal counsel to the sun or pistol, making an excellent screen grab from Microsoft Flight Simulator over camera to trick cookers into thinking that he'd sprayed the area with some sort of COVID mist or chemtrails on behalf of the government. But he also tricked me into it because I saw the clip and thought, were you flying over the protest, you cheeky shit? <laughs> so that was very well played. You got me as well as getting them. Very well done, yes. We didn't hear much about the COVID mist. It was all about the COVID radiation. Well, no, just radiation, well, yeah. not necessarily Just radiation, COVID radiation general. Just radiation. No, no, no. They, like That was the thing with the COVID mist. They at least almost got it right on that one, whereas this one is just completely stupid because that's it. They're just getting cooked. 
but the cookers are getting cooked by cookers, microwave cookers from the government. It's kind of funny, you know, like the cookers are getting cooked. That's, that's kind of amusing. The getting but the, it's hugely funny. So the fallout, no pun intended, around this has been absurd because on the day, people gathered in front of Parliament House while their leaders blab on the stage, blah, blah, blah. But they stood in front of a building that's covered in shiny metal and glass with a giant metal flagpole on it, reflecting UV rays at them. You're saying there was marble, like the marbles doing it as well. I mean, like it's yeah. just a giant. <laughs> Everything on that glass. building will reflect will reflect light and just burn you, just burn you alive. So, like, yeah, it's radiation, <laughs> and I guess it did come from the government. I mean, from the reflection of Parliament well, House. I mean, that's yeah. the government, we'll have right? To sue the building. I, yes, exactly. Sue the sun. <laughs> Get a well, class action is, together. We'll sue the sun, that big, lazy, orange bastard in the sky. That is on the cards, I'm afraid. Look, I remember years ago, I, I went with a friend to the MCG and look, we expected to be in the shade, but it just didn't pan out that way. And uh, No, it doesn't always. Neither of us had sunblock. It didn't matter because I was playing a lot of cricket and I was brown in the face anyway, but she had very, very pale complexion and Ooh. she got smashed to the point no where she blistered up really badly. So I've seen that kind of blistering and when I saw it was an LRAD. It was an LRAD back then. <laughs> yeah, back then. <laughs> it had to have been. No, 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 it's at the MCG. Um, so, you know, I've seen that sort of level of blistering and it looks deeply unpleasant. And also you, it means that you probably almost certainly cause sort of uh, long-term damage to your skin. Because the thing is, like, the burns are pretty brutal. The cookers must have really enjoyed these speeches because it would have been so <laughs> hot in that crowd with that reflection going. <laughs> to see that kind of harsh blistering, they're like lobsters in a fucking pan. Like, they're just casually sitting there while they boil. <laughs> so some people did have the intelligence to use sunscreen and came out a little yeah. better than others who just did the full Pete Evans just yeah. went au natural. And some of them are great because they didn't, like, apply Ooh. their chin and ears. So they're burned in certain spots and not in others. And it's like, oh, how come I wasn't burned there, but I was burned there? Because you didn't put sunscreen on those bits, idiot. Yeah, it was some with magnificent uh, sun, uh, sunglass. Uh, yes, um, Harrison McLean was one of them. as well, too. So you're going, ooh, the, 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 the microwaves couldn't get through the sunglass frame. Well, know? yeah, we all know that's how they work. Uh, look, the other thing about it was, I think it was 28 degrees uh, on the day of the, it was a warm the, the day. big rally. And it was yeah. a warm day. Not crazy. See, Canberra 28, uh, it's about 580 metres above sea level. So the sun at 28 ah. degrees has got a real kick to it. You know, it's the same where I yeah, okay. uh, live up in a high altitude. You can get fried quite quickly in the sun when it's not particularly hot. So you're closer to the lack of ozone layer. Well, yeah, I suppose so. But but 28 <laughs> it feels a lot warmer. 28 feels like yeah. 35 closer to the sea. Uh, and and so... Or 3,000 according to these yeah, guys. Yeah, well, there you go. So, so, so basically, you know, Standing in front of an enormous building, giving off a reflecting UV rays on a day like that, 28 degrees is pretty warm in Canberra. Canberra gets a lot hotter, but 28 degrees is yeah. warm enough, and certainly in terms of getting sunburned, yeah, no problem at all. So that's where it came that's from. A lot of sense. That's that's what yeah. happened. Not LRADs, not death rays. No. Sun. So good luck suing that. If you're going to stand and shout for freedom, do it at a low level of altitude. That's the lesson we're learning here. So look, the cookers complained the burns they experienced were not like anything they'd seen before, but instead of considering <laughs> environmental factors, as we just suggested, they decided that a dormant loudspeaker, which wasn't even turned on, was actually a microwave. 
All right, cool. So you'd think the theory is a bit fringe, but it's gone absolutely batshit insane. Craig Kelly posted a letter he received where some lying clown no. claimed that a doctor no, diagnosed her issues true. as coming from an LRAD. That didn't happen. There's no possible way that's true. She rocks up to a doctor and is like, oh, I've got these symptoms. The doctor goes, oh, yes. Oh, classic LRAD symptoms. Oh, yeah. I've seen this a lot recently from the protest. Fuck off. But big thanks to a good friend of the podcast at Hero Echoes for this tip. Stephen Andrew, the MP for Barani in Queensland, State Parliament somewhere, posted a very cooked account of these. Oh, somewhere. It's not just somewhere. It's not just somewhere, Joel. It's it's really in the uh, sort of central northern part of Queensland. So. I was assuming it was north because you don't get this cooked without being northern Queensland. Yeah, so basically good, good saying, 150, 200 k's inland from Mackay. Yeah, that's a special space. That's a very special place. Yeah, that's, that's cooker country. Basically, if you're going to be an MP down there, sure enough, everyone wants to be in Parliament, but no one wants to be there. So I can see how you can get that seat, Steve. You did really well. That's a big pre-selection push, I'm sure. So these extreme burns and these blisterings were, of course, associated with the LRAD devices, but also he claimed that he talked to his ex-military mate yeah. who told him that he spotted in photos chemical storage devices called ICBs, Ooh. which were being Ooh. guarded by a shady man in camouflage gear. Oh, Ricardo Bozzi, maybe. Nah, <laughs> they were told that it was storing chemicals to put in the fountains, which is then completely ignored because he decides that the amount in the containers is clearly more than needed for the fountain. No idea how he came up with that. And then goes on to facetiously claim that there may be perfectly reasonable explanations for the deadly poisons being stored around Parliament, despite literally just basically denying the perfectly reasonable explanation. This guy's a state MP in Queensland. Honestly, they walk among us. It's just fucking sad. You should not be there. There should be a fucking vetting process. But look, Cookers are also furious these LRADs were used to zap children in the crowd. No, no, you're not negligent parents. Bring your children to a fucking cholera camp of squalor. And then yeah. standing in the sun for hours without any kind of protection. No, 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 because you guys are the ones saving the children. You made that very clear. It's the <laughs> government that's wrong. The government did the wrong thing. What is the government going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. Take your children is what they're going to do about it because you're unfit <laughs> to be a parent. You well, that's fucking- what should happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's wait and see. So, lawsuit grifters wasted absolutely no time oh, taking no. advantage of this. Out of the blocks early. Oh, fuck yeah. Ambulance chasing all the way to uh, no <laughs> hospital. Uh, nor did, of course, the usual bullshit radiation shield types selling blankets of shungite, anti-5G potions, and an anti-radiation singlet for around 300 bucks. <laughs> but... It is. It's just oh, on Amazon. No. Someone sent it to me. I can't remember what it was. It's so bad. But the lawsuit grift is always where it's at. Oh, yeah. Lucky Lance found a solicitor named Thomas Allen who was seeking plaintiffs in a case. And at Sunny Sandil, one of our mega, mega researchers, found the organization Our Voices Matter in conjunction with AFL solicitors. Yes, the guys from all the mandate lawsuits. Yeah, those, those guys. Those guys are apparently starting legal proceedings in a class action. Ooh. Now, so against whom exactly? What, what's this class action? Is it against the sun? Are you going to sue the ozone layer for not being comprehensive enough? Sue the like, sun. Sue the sun. Sue the sun. It's time to sue the sun. But of course, this is just another platform for just another grift. I mean, cookers are telling each other to send information about their sickness to Malcolm Roberts. Imagine having to somehow give respect to this. Like Malcolm Roberts, <laughs> fuck, he's so... I mean, it's easy to be above your head when it comes to Malcolm Roberts because it's not a high bar, but he is in way over his head. He just, he's, he's flirting oh, he, with cookers. He just takes it on board now. Oh, yeah, I'll take that on notice. He, he, he knows she's... 
he knows he's got no future in politics unless Pauline Hanson steps aside. Or so basically, dies, he's I just guess. going. He's just going full tilt. Whatever you got, cookers, yeah. send it to me, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll ask silly questions in the parliament and pop it yep. on my Facebook page. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. So not only that, but this has also spread far and wide to bolster up the idea in far right circles overseas, especially in the US, that Australia has fallen. Oh, no. And I saw that serial liar and opportunist Maria Z going on the Stu Peters show, which claims the government used war weapons, including these fictitious laser weapons on the crowd. Death right. It's the sun. It's the sun, you idiots. It's the sun. The Damn sun. That sun. Damn that sun. I thought you liked vitamin D. I don't get you guys anymore. You tell me to get vitamin D. Then you tell me not to stand in the way of government lasers. <laughs> but government lasers are the sun. I don't understand what to do anymore. It's so confusing. Be consistent. So various Facebook groups have popped up to document these reactions to people's illnesses. To be fair, a lot of the photos there were people showing these like hectic burns. I couldn't find on Google reverse image search, so they might be original content. But the symptoms are sunburn, heat stroke, and, of course, COVID. There is so much COVID going around from this event. It is ridiculous. They're completely untested, and they're shamelessly spreading it. And these are people who just refuse to wear masks, socially distance, and stay home, or get tested, of course. This includes a report from Celery Sorbet, who an unknown, uh, not an unknown influence, an influence that we won't name, and his partner, have visited their elderly mother while claiming to have LRAD radiation symptoms. Mm, It's COVID. It's COVID. You're visiting your old mother with COVID. Why? Would you do that? You ah, unless you're trying to get the inheritance early, and then I yeah, totally get it. Yeah, that's yeah, I can, that's can on see. the fucking. I can see how that might. I can see oh, how yeah. that might be a, a consideration. But I thought it was Elrad poisoning. So, and look, speaking of mad super spreaders, it looks like poor old Dave O'Neggs got a bit sick while he was down at Camp COVID. And like, look, poor old Dave O'Neggs. He posted this to his Telegram, and he's clearly suffering COVID, and he's in full denial of that fact. Well, here it goes. I quoted some of this in the Australian on Friday because it is very funny, friends. It's very funny. Since I got home, I've been bedridden. COVID. I started feeling unwell on the Friday afternoon. COVID. It's a start. I used paracetamol to push through on Saturday, but since then I haven't been right. Spreading COVID. COVID. Just spreading it everywhere. My throat is like nothing I've ever experienced. Total agony. COVID. COVID, yeah. The tips of my ears are peeling and burnt. My chest has an infection. My ears... And eyes are sore and swollen. COVID and sunburn. My eyes were fucked when I had COVID. But my throat is an indescribable hell of sharp pain. COVID. COVID. I have thrown a full course of antibiotics at it and nothing has changed. You're an idiot. See, it's a viral infection. Antibiotics is only going to work with a secondary infection that may be bacterial. Anyway. Idiot. Don't want to spoil the party here. Idiot. He bought them from India online, I'm sure. He goes on. I have been to nearly every rally in two years and hugged tens of thousands of people. No worries. But at this event, they used the LRAD in conjunction with aerosols and radiation poisoning. This is so wrong. And evil of these bastards. These are literally acts of war. Literally. Well, they're not. They're, they're not. But if they oh. were, mate, they fucking got you, didn't they? They did. Yeah. What are you going to do? You, know, you, you are no longer one swinging dick in the field anymore, champion. You're, yes. you're gone. You're gone down. You're in the you're injured You're a fallen list. soldier. We will, you know, we'll, we'll drink on. to you in April. It's heartbreaking, really. I have been in bed for three days now. Aww. I have a doc appointment by Zoom in an hour. Poor doctor. I wonder what he told him. Mate, you got COVID. What, he- you want to go and get tested? I'll keep Fuck. you all posted. Anyone else sick? Yes. Please share more below. 
Stay strong, fam. Yeah, okay. And then he went on with another post when things were not getting much better. I'm not looking for any sympathy. LOL. He's definitely posting this for sympathy. Oh, yeah. That's why, that's why he's posting for sympathy, yes. You're just sharing the facts of my story, which I'm sure many will <laughs> relate to. <laughs> I've, been to <laughs> I've been to 10 or more major events in the last two years. All of that incident. <laughs> Thanks to COVID containment <laughs> techniques, you fucking anus. You were lucky. Lucky. This time it's very different. My throat is burning. Still burning. COVID. Yeah, and COVID. sore beyond description. Yeah, COVID. COVID. Yeah. Nothing seems to offer much relief. I can't really swallow anything other than some broth or peeled plum. It's always easy to peel plums. Why would you do that? Get a fucking icy pole in here, you stupid prick. Get a fucking paddle pop in your fucking gob. Anyway, uh, oh, and he's taking anti-inflammatories, you know, and he can only do that. He can only eat a peeled plum when the anti-inflammatories are at their, at their peak. <laughs> and I can just say, as someone who's had COVID, when I had my throat issues, I took anesthetic strepsils and it was pretty good. But unfortunately, he's a little bit unvaccinated, and now his throat feels like shit. I didn't lose any weight. Yes, he's got he got the full blast, of course, because he's unvaccinated. He goes on. My friends Matt and Jess, good on you, Matt and Jess, visited today and bought me a care package with everything you could imagine. What about some antiviral drugs? Anyway, but I'm still in a holding pattern. Yeah, (laughs) migraines, an unbearably sore throat, and extreme fatigue. You're fucking COVID, mate. I have my uh, sense of taste you have and I'm hungry, but I can't really swallow food. See, there's a cooker's thing, right? Because they've heard along the way and it's Gosh. really kind of intrigued them as a piece of trivia that yeah, if you if you lose if yeah, you get COVID, yeah. you lose your sense of smell and taste. But that's not always the case. It's just one potential sy- uh, uh, symptom. No. I've lost a few kilos. Yes, I didn't. I don't really have any body aches or anything like that. My chest is heavy and sore. That's a body ache. Yeah. That's a body ache. That's a body ache just there. You just told me a body ache. Yeah, it could it could actually could actually be viral pneumonia. But anyway, uh, these bastards, the government, the Ooh. government, these bastards sprayed us, fried yeah, us, and hit us with the LRAD. This government has gone completely rogue and is literally waging war on our people. Got back to that war. He really does love that rhetoric, doesn't he? We need a full. <laughs> he wants a full investigation from who, mate? You and we need answers now. You're not going anywhere, yeah, champion. Yeah, you got exactly. fucking COVID. Just stay home and shut the fuck up. Yeah. We don't need a full investigation, Dave. You have COVID, and if the, I don't, it doesn't fit your dopey narrative. But like, even you can't honestly believe this. <laughs> you can't I mean, be this stupid. You cannot be that stupid, stupid Dave. Though. He is fucking stupid. And the thing that's interesting is like the comment section, aside from a lot of things that I saw that I didn't want to say again, had a little bit of self awareness oh, no, about it, but mostly not. A few people saying he had the dreaded Rona. Yeah. Most of them were just pandering to this dopey LRAD theory. You know? Yeah. Like, it was mixed. I'm not going to say it was all people denying COVID, but mostly. But at least, ha- you know, Dave had a bit of a rest because it was revealed by Lucky Lance on Twitter that Oneegs actually stayed in a hotel for some of the time in Canberra, which was paid and bought by Uncle Clive and the United Australia Party. Ooh, nice. So Lance called out Oneegs for using donation money, which he denied flatly, didn't use donation money. But then... Bizarrely, don't know why, admitted that Uncle Clive paid for his hotel tax. <laughs> why would you let that slip? I guess the COVID really stopped his filter. Oh, God. Every every worker in that hotel is now a close contact. Close contact, yeah. Yeah, especially the fact that he probably went out hugging them, the fucking lunatic. The thing is, you gotta, you got to wonder, how many other influencers got the Uncle Clive treatment of like a bit of a tab yeah. at, the, at the hotel? Freedom fighters well, don't get it. Freedom influencers get it. That's the yeah. rule here. 
you know. Good thing for Clive, uh, Parliament wasn't sitting because uh, hotel rates in Canberra when Parliament's not sitting just go down by about, you know, 300%. You know, $150 yeah, yeah. room becomes 600 when Parliament's sitting. Oh, yeah. Anyway, bizarrely enough to top off this story, Matt Lawson, remember him? Mm. <laughs> He's living in a van down by the river. The committee of Clive. Matt, yeah, Matt Lawson of all people has been saying that people simply got sunburn and COVID and the LRAD theory is absurd. Good on you, yeah. Matt. Matt Lawson. When he's the voice of reason in any room, your room is not sending their best. No, no. It really is a sign that you need to change rooms because that is fucking mental. I I couldn't believe that he was a voice of reason. So to finish, we're just going to wrap up this with the fact that the inevitable protest happened over the weekend. I don't care. The poster said that In Excess were meant to be playing. Of course, In Excess? Yeah. Hutchins family are in for a shock. What's left? But, and, yeah, it's but, the drummer. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the drummer and the guitarist, well, the guitarist is out there, but the singer's apparently cooked. Basically, what happened was they came on stage and they said, we're here with you till the end, but not on Saturday. We're busy. Uh, <laughs> so that kind of ruled this weekend out, yet they still use them as a marketing tool. But, but, but Kanga, the Kanga guru, he was on a live just driving away saying, we've just sat down, we had a meeting, we've sorted out all the world's problems, and in excess of playing on Saturday. They're great. Amazing. They're great guys. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Well, one problem is that Tim Ferriss, guitarist, missing some fingers. So, well, he's not part you... of the cookers, but his brother, his brother, I think it's his brother, John. Yeah, he's his he, brother. He's yeah, the yeah. drummer, you know. But, like, like, I mean, what are you going to have? The singer and the drummer, they're doing a little bit of a fucking percussion thing? Like, what? <laughs> he's just it doesn't make any away. sense. I mean, it's just like the old Simpsons, Simpsons show. Hey, has anybody heard of the Doobie Brothers? Because we got one of them. Yeah, and exactly. It's, um, and exactly. it's a bit like that. In excess yeah. with basically the drummer. That's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. No they're other just... guys. From in excess. Just karaoke backing and the drummer really trying to make sure it looks, it sounds real. So nobody really turned up to this. There were three different nah. protests, three different rouse department houses. was weird. Harrison McLean apparently chose a seven kilometer walk. What the fuck? And gets like a handful of people because, the, I don't know, like the intrepid fucking walkers, the ones who need mm, to burn some I weight. walk. They do love a walk. I saw that another one was estimated at 200 people and they had, they had that shitty scaffold stage where Bozy did a speech for a few cookers, talked about some pedos, election fraud, and, you know, the blacks. And then yeah, later the claimed that the, uh, there was a jet flying over, which was a message from Trump. Who saw the message from Donald J. Trump as we were marching up the road? No. You didn't see it? No. Who saw a C-130J fly exactly along our path and then do an arcing left-hand corner over the parliament? Oh, was that for us? Now, a gentleman came up behind me and said, here's the track he's been following since he took off. And it came straight from his point of origin, up our path, around Parliament, went straight back home again. Oh. That plane had no purpose other than to let you know, and I've mentioned this before, we do what we do with our modest capabilities, and there are much more powerful international forces at play that are working with us to help us win. Oh, that was for us. Delusional bullshit. It's the white hats. It's just <laughs> using that. Quick, everybody up. wave. It's the Donald. <laughs> just that cune on language here. Like, you know, far more powerful forces at play to help us win. I mean, fuck yeah. off. It's real cult stuff. Look, uh, I'm pretty sure the Trumpster wasn't on board. The C-130 flyby, Bozzy got one thing right, the make and model of the plane itself. But the flyby took place as part of the commemoration of the 80th anniversary of the bombing of Darwin as organised by the National War Memorial. Yeah. These are confirmed. These are facts. 
This so is I would have reality. thought good old Camo Ricardo would have known these things, you know? No. He seems he to be care. seems to be kowtowing to Anzac all the bloody time. Why wouldn't he have known that that plane was doing a flyby? Uh, yep. By way of anniversary, the 80th, in fact, of the bombing of Dale. No, it was Trump. I don't know, Ricardo. I don't, yep. I don't think you're gonna. I, I don't think you're gonna make it as our EDM in. I really don't. You're just not legit. You're just not legit. Too many holes in your story. So look, this is dumb. But I mean, they're there, right? Like they're already in Canberra. So you've got to have something to do on the weekend. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Once you've done Questacon, you really, you know, that's basically it for Canberra. I, I still haven't worked it out yet. And if you haven't worked it out. Keep asking the question and keep looking for the answers because it's irrelevant. And we have to leave Canberra there. We're going on a convoy, a truck convoy. Probably no trucks, but we're going on a convoy and we're going up to Craggy Pete's place to give him a wave and a howler hanging, brah, because he's had a big week, a huge week, and we're going to hear all about it now on The Week in Pete Evans. And it has been a huge week in Pete Evans. Pete's finding himself a little bit lonely up on his sprawling Northern Rivers estate. And while he lives a life of exquisite natural beauty, surrounded by nature and, you know, just expensive stuff, including his custom skate ramp, which would have cost him a fucking fortune, it's no match what he used to have. I mean, people used to like him. They would see him in the street and say what a great food thing he does or whatever it was that people gave a fuck about or comment on his nice eyes or his sort of smile or something. Now they cross the street. Some don't even know who he is. Is. I mean, he's been out of the spotlight for a while. He's just this craggy-faced, wide-eyed lunatic walking aggressively <laughs> toward the grass-fed salmon store or the yoga studio. And others see him as this shell of a man, this erratic, mm. confused rube who just fell down a rabbit hole and simply just couldn't get back up. And, of course, mm-hmm. a few others also see him as a Holocaust-denying neo-Nazi, but I don't know because I had to Google that, so I'm actually not yeah. sure what that, yeah, yeah, that's all yeah. about. That's that's very confusing to a that. person like me. Either way, Pete's lonely. He needs a mate. Oh. And while he does have a friend in Dave O'Neags, he's nowhere to be found because Dave got the Rona, which Pete yeah. sees at a fundamental expression of weakness, and we can't have that. Yeah. Where was Dave's yeah. immune system? I mean, yeah. he clearly has underlying health conditions. He's made himself expendable and basically deserves to die because that's how craggy-faced eugenicists see the world. Just <laughs> Oh, you got an underlying condition. Oh, well, you should probably die then. But it's a lonely, <laughs> bloody road for old Pete. But not all is lost. What's this? Ding, ding. An email. Oh. 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 An email from the outside world. Subject, a little human contact. Yeah, that's what I need. A little human contact. Yeah. Dave's in ISO. The horse isn't talking to me after an incident we had last week. So, yes, human contact. That's exactly what the Natrath ordered. Hi, Pete. Just read your latest post on Telegram, and it made me realise, with a Z, that mm-hmm. with this form of media, we don't get to contact you and let you know we hear you. No responses or feedback. Just wanted to let you know I talk, in inverted commas, to you every day. I, too, am now only on Telegram and Evolve, in brackets, (laughs) and your posts are the only ones I read almost daily. Almost. Almost. Evolve, too, keeps me afloat. Thanks, Pete. I hear you. I get you. I'm with you. Jesus. Go well. With love. Oh, that's nice. And Pete says in response, love receiving messages like these, many thanks. And look, it is good to get a 
bit of nice feedback, yeah. isn't it, Pete? And no Ooh, less from a paying customer. That's mm. lovely. What a treat. Someone hears you. Someone gets you. And someone is paying $10 a month to see and hear you. Fucking mint. I love this. But hold on. Ding, ding. There's ding, another ding, one. Ding, ding, ding. Subject, thank you. Hi, Pete. Since listening to your podcast with Dr. William Davis and Dr. Philip Avadia, I felt the need to express gratitude to you for not giving up. Uh-huh. With all the advertising, I think that's supposed to be advertising, and opposing <laughs> views, it would be easy to keep all this info and the amazing people you invite to chat with to yourself. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I've followed your advice, achieved goals, but currently my body is not in good condition. These last two interviews have given me a new boost. Thanks again, Pete, and your support network, one individual being your puck, Shakoba. Love her energy. She cracks me up. Love you and your work. Oh, that's so nice. It's good to see people are sticking to that casual formal address of high Pete comma, as opposed to that sort of slapdash no greeting style that most people use yeah. these days in emails. I like I like it to return to that on both emails. It's strange that both of them started no never mind. No, no, no. People no. love you again. Uh, people love uh, you again. Ding ding ding! Another email. Huge week for Pete. Goodness gracious. Subject. Thank you. I've followed you for many years and have been frustrated not to be able to engage with you on Telegram. Bit of a, bit of a theme here. Yeah. To let you know how much I love your posts. I completely understand why you disable that function though, which is why I wanted to give you encouragement in this way. When my mum was sick with cancer, she was a paleo Pete convert and bought me all your books. The cancer overtook her eventually, but she showed me all the flaws in the pharmaceutical industry before she died or probably before. And I learned a good, healthy dose of scepticism of our institutions through her journey. Mm -hmm. I was, technically am, a police officer, (laughs) I don't know how that works, who was suspended without pay due to vaccine mandates. Your content over the past dot, 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 six question mark years has given me so much important information along with intrigue and humor. You have given me strength to stand proud of my convictions and be who I am. Your dignity in the face of unjustified ridicule inspires me all the time. How heartwarming. So heartwarming. (laughs) Thank you for all that you do. I often feel like I know you personally. Like my old mate Pete, and I appreciate the way that you connect that way with your followers. But he doesn't really. I tell you why you think you know Pete personally. Because you are Pete. I'm calling it Pete. I'm calling this out. You sent these to yourself. And while the podcast format does not lend well to the glaring similarities between these these emails, and honestly, I had to transcribe them, and it was hard because it was really difficult to get these grammatical nuances right. There are some absolute clangers. There's double spacing everywhere, which is just weird. And two emails from supposedly two different people put spaces on either side of ellipses. Like, nobody does that, Pete. That is such a dead giveaway that it's Mm. you. It was you who sent these emails to yourself. 
So <laughs> as we suggested last week, we sent this down the lab. They are absolute dead ringers. The slight differences are so clearly staged. You know, thank you as two words and then thank you as one word. I mean, like, come on, Pete. Oh, don't, yeah. don't be obvious about it. Do the subtle stuff. But you don't. You're not smart enough for this. You can't escape it. These were written by the same person, and that's almost certainly you. There's another letter in this, but like, this will go for fucking 15 minutes if we keep going. I think you get the point. Pete is sending himself fan mail, and this is absolutely hilarious. The third email has several of the same themes, the same writing style, and the same blatantly sad message that Pete desperately needs validation. Jesus Christ, Pete, just turn the fucking comments back on. That's all you got to do. Just do it, because this is just sad. Sure, you might have to (laughs) casually moderate a few comments because you're legally liable for the insane shit that people come up with, and you attract some cook motherfuckers, but mate, what is the price on your mental health? Because it's certainly taking a toll. I mean, you can afford a few casual defamation suits, just apologize apologize for attract it's it's you know it's it's lardy da but that's not your style i know that burns you just as much as the seething loneliness of having no one there to fawn <laughs> over you but sending yourself fan mail this is not a healthy path it's Pete, not healthy just send david text messaging catch up with him when he's better yes he has shown himself an inferior weekly with no immune system but he's all you've got and this is really sad behavior so Pete. Sad. Very, I mean, you, very sad. You're killing me. How am I supposed to laugh at you when you're this pathetic? I don't know whether to feel complete contempt for you, which I kind of do based on a few other things you posted this week, or just deep sympathy, because this is just so fucking weird and sad. I don't know where to begin, and I hope <laughs> I'm wrong about this. Maybe for some weird reason this came across as being you sending fam out to yourself. I don't know how that could not be true. But if Pete, if you really are truly sending yourself fan mail, there's going to be a few very big weeks and Pete Evans coming up because you're not well. Just huge. Just sad. Just sad. And we have to leave that there, the the complete dismantling of a human being in front of our very eyes. God. uh, Because we've come to an end of another conditional release program. And uh, you have been listening to Jack the Insider and Joel Hill. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you've enjoyed our bullshit, throw us a five-star review on your podcast app. Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Currency Moses with a K. We've set up a Facebook page. You can find that fairly easily. Just fucking search for it. Promoting a podcast is, as everyone will say, easier said than done and it makes me so upset to self-promote so do it for us because we look like assholes doing it masturbating a mirror may have been a little bit of an overstep but it's more like you know sort of playing with it a little bit when you're on the toilet i mean it's mm. just sad it's Don't do sad, it. yeah. Yeah, the Patreon is up and running, and we ask listeners to consider throwing a few dollars our way. Yeah, for as little as five subs a month, mate, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, which we are making on the regular. It's not as high quality as this, but it's quite funny, apparently. If you give us enough money, you could also watch the damn show. Yes. And if we get to a 1,000 patrons, uh, we promise that we will spend the money on laser beam LRADs and point them directly at Dave O'Neig's house until he is clear of COVID. Dave, mate, stay at home, please. Yeah, You're just, a fucking walking pandemic man. Garage, just, uh, you know, because he won't leave the house if you do that, which is good. So please join up. Yeah, so join up at patreon.com slash the conditional release program. And finally... All feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if it's simply to inform us that this podcast is going to change the name to the Canberra Release Program and literally never stop talking about the Canberra Convoy. Come on, cookers, fuck off. We have to talk about other shit. We have other things on the agenda. Move on, move on. But to see you off, here is an excellent little clip from James Beadle, a very good friend of the podcast, aka at Thoughtless Deed on Twitter, which pays tribute to our trouble stricken snapping turtle Wayne Glue. Enjoy, guys. This video 
is a Christmas present for each human waste. Moron, 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 you are a slimy little weasel. You are just a raving, lying lunatic. You are a festering sore. You are a moronic halfwit. You are an absolute liar. You are just one dumb specimen of coffee crap. You are such a dribbling fool. You don't exist, Freemason. Drink your eye. I lost everything because I'm a moron. You have to be an absolute, you need to jack up your ears and drive a new brain between it. No confidence in idiots or morons. Daddy's been a total moron, that's you. If you forgot boo-hoo, I don't care. have to be an absolute, deliberately are trying to mess up Christmas. Just shut up, I'm not interested today. Turn it off, please. It's crap. So that's goodbye from Wayne. You don't exist and you've been drinking urine. <laughs>